0: Hi everyone, we at Helpful Goat just want to acknowledge that things are really intense and scary and infuriating in the United States right now. We are feeling all of those things, just as many of you are, and we just want to take this opportunity to say that black lives matter and that we stand in solidarity with everyone who's hurting right now, with everyone who's fighting for their lives, and with everyone who's trying to make this country better than it currently is. Furthermore, we understand that solidarity means taking action and that we all have a moral imperative to do what we can to fight for justice. That's why we're each donating what we can to organizations that further the cause of racial equity in the United States. And we'd like to invite you to do the same if you're able. If you can afford to donate, please see this episode's description for some links to organizations that you can support that way. If you can't, we'll also be listing ways you can help that don't cost any money, Either way, we hope you join us in taking time to consider your personal role in the ongoing fight for racial justice, and that you're taking care of yourselves and each other during this very difficult time. We also want to say that we view playing and creating with one another as a valuable and vital part of human life. We hope and plan to continue sharing our D&D games with all of you, not as an escape from the real world, but as an extension of it as one example of how people can connect, communicate, and experience joy, excitement, and mutual meaning-making together in a world with all too much inequity and hate. For us, D&D is all about collaborative storytelling and world-building, and we see value in that in a time when building a more just world together is absolutely essential. Thank you for listening. We love you all. Enjoy.
1: All right, so we're back. Uh, We were just met with one of the young Bovalian Ravagers, uh, which we've established as a new organization uh, and perhaps the most feared in the land. The
2: best part about it is they call it an organization.
3: Yeah, that's fine. Like, not a gang. No. I don't know. And this, like, eight year old has a shipment.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the best part, is, like, the language he's using, is organization and shipment.
1: <laughs> so you've uh, you found this little eight-year-old uh, half-elf, uh, and you've shared a couple of rations with him. Oh uh, you well, we found
2: him because he was trying to steal, like, a horse, he? was he?
1: maybe looking through your stuff. Yeah, oh,
2: okay. Stealing that
1: horse, or, you know, yeah. Uh, and uh, he said he had a shipment, and he also said that he uh, had heard of someone named Burbage Kemp, and didn't believe that he was real.
0: So after a, like... <clears throat> Significant pause of Burbage just kind of like <laughs> closing his eyes and just kind of having a serenity now moment. From behind him here. <coughs> <laughs> right. The <laughs> choking. <spectacular. laughs> Burbage will. Because, like, this, this is not surprising to Burbage now. Like, in season one, Burbage was kind of naive and behaving, like, really uh, fabulously, as Anton put it. And. Uh, just very unrogue like and so if, and he declared Burbage Kemp Day and all that stuff. So he knows, he knows. Alright. So he's centering himself. And he's just gonna say Oh yeah. Burbage Kemp, oh, I think I've heard of him.
1: What uh what are the stories you know about Burbage Kemp? Oh, Burbage Kemp, yeah, he's uh well he's uh He's fast with a knife, and he's uh, an asshole.
4: Yeah, those are both really true.
3: <laughs> right? Yeah. Anyway, um... sure. He's gonna toss the kid another ration.
4: Oh, thank you.
3: So, <laughs> yeah, thanks.
4: All right. Well, uh... Wait, what else have you heard about anything with Burbage or like um, the people he hangs out with?
1: Ah, uh, I don't know. I heard I hear he...
2: they're super cool.
1: Yeah? okay. Um, didn't hear much about a bunch of people. Um. Yeah, I don't know. He's just kind of cool, and he takes out monsters if if they've been mean to you, and specifically bullies. Ooh.
2: That is
1: also true. Then
2: why is he an asshole? Well,
1: oh, he's a really big asshole to the bullies. <laughs> there but was one... wouldn't
2: he be a hero? Like, would yeah. you... When someone asks you what you know about Burbage Kemp, yeah, the, the second thing you say is he's an asshole.
1: Right? There was a.
2: Isn't he a hero?
1: There was a. Oh, well, he's a hero asshole. Well, there was a giant. Who say that. There was a giant once named Meepie, <laughs> and Meepie was always getting on Burbage's case. And Burbage, though he was small, climbed up that big old giant, stabbed him right in the nose, poked him in the eye with one of his feet skidded on down, tied his shoelaces together like an asshole. (laughs) Who is uh, this kid? And then the giant hit his head on the dock, fell into the water and drowned.
2: Very impressive. Yeah, yes, that's legit.
1: You heard that story.
2: Yeah, it's a good story. Wait, is that a legitimate story?
0: No, Hikari, that didn't actually happen the way he just described it. But something similar to it did happen. Well, I didn't figure a giant
2: named Meepai. But
0: look, Meepai was being... Meepai was the asshole, Chip. Let me tell you something about Meepai. Meepai <laughs> was a slaver. How you know Meepai? What? It's a book. It's a book. It's not real. It's a book? It's a book? It's a book?
2: <laughs> yeah. Crotch the Sticky is real. No, Crotch the Sticky's
1: ridiculous as well. Then
2: you don't believe my friend here—that he's met Crotch the Sticky. What book? I've met Crotch the Sticky. You? No one's met Crotch the yes, Sticky. Yes, we all have met Crotch, Crotch the Sticky. The Sticky. Who are you? He's Chip Hakari. He's Chip. That's right. Who is this kid? You're so annoying. <laughs> what, what? what? book? I'm what the Burba
1: of uh my organization you're the Burbage Kemp That's of your organization.
2: organization some
1: say that yeah what
0: book tell me about the book tell us about the book chap it's
1: a book <laughs> called the adventures of Burbage Kemp
2: Ooh, who wrote I it to see the book.
1: who wrote that know, book who wrote it who cares who wrote it the author is dead probably
4: how do you know that
1: my friend Roland Bartson Now, because <laughs> he's right <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: I'm sorry I couldn't even do that <laughs> <laughs> the death of the author. Love
0: a good <laughs> death of the author joke. It's awesome.
1: Anyway. Uh, no, yeah, it's whatever. It's it's a book that we have in the house.
2: Wait. I mean, the, headquarters. the headquarters. Your organization lives in a house? We live in a
3: headquarters, okay? Charities, like, Adam, you described that Burbage has immediately gone to, okay, these are kids who are playing make-believe and whatever else. That's sort of where, char- or sorry, Burbage. That's where Burbage is. These are a bunch of kids playing make-believe. Yeah. Charity, with his background, having gotten over sort of the chuckling over this and the spit take at Burbage Kemp, um, has a much more serious expression on his face. And is sort of going to come over here. Where are your
1: parents? Well, none of us knew our moms and dads. And that specific line, actually, Hakari even rings true for you.
2: What? There's. Because I never knew. I mean. A I...
1: group of kids who don't know their parents, your immediate thought is there's mm-hmm. a brothel nearby.
2: Why would I know that?
3: Like, because do you. Your background?
2: I never worked at a brothel.
3: You did not work with a brothel. Do you though. need to drop off the audio for a second to say something? Do you need a sidebar? <laughs>
2: But this is, you're insinuating, sir.
3: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know what's going on.
0: I just saw Darcy. Their face was like, oh. So,
3: oh. <laughs> Charity's going to sort of... Um, he's crouching by the child to try to, like, reduce the height difference. Yeah. Are you all together? There Are, are there any adults... Harming you? No, no adults harming us. There's,
1: I mean, we got we got some bullies, like any organization has. But you know, our, that's why I need to get my shipment back. We can pay them off, and there's no big deal. Who are the bullies? Well, I don't know. There's some some soldiers of some sort.
2: Like adult soldiers?
1: I mean, yeah, they they heard about our organization and. Hit us up for a few supplies you know, now and then. But they don't hurt no one. They'll give, you know... They'll give Bane back pretty soon. If I'll get my shipment to him. So,
3: you know. So, let let me just run through this to make sure I have it clear. You are an organization. Yeah. Uh, led by Queen
1: Bloodthrone. Queen Bloodthrone. The most ruthless
3: of all. Most ruthless of all 12-year-olds. Well, I mean... Who is the eldest of your group? I. You have no parents? Nah. These soldiers who are adults have taken someone named Bane? Yeah, presumably one of the members of your organization? Yeah, he's a, he's a just a bit younger than me. So a 6-year-old essentially. And okay, yeah, they're
1: yeah. Put labels on it
3: saying that they'll give him back to you. If you provide them with supplies, like food? Uh, yeah, I like food, sure. What are the supplies?
1: Listen, I don't know who you are. You're not a part of the organization. Sure
3: going to pull out another ration and wiggle it. Supplies?
1: But you do seem like a friend, so I'll just take that. <clears throat> well, supplies, for some reason they've been asking, uh, you know, if we could maybe rob get a little bit of money, get a few more rations here and there, which, thank you for. And there was a shipment of... I don't know if I'm supposed to say it. There's barrels of things that explode. And one of them fell off a cart back there. Just uh, needed to be rerouted a bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I got it in my cart right now. It took me a while to get it up there. It's fucking heavy. Excuse me, language. You're fine. And, uh, yeah, I just need... My, my ass ran away. Excuse me, language.
3: <coughs> and
1: I just need something to pull it.
3: Do you know where these soldiers have lived up until this point? Oh,
1: no, they're dressed in red and white. They're a Bavarian, That's all I know.
3: Does that sound familiar to Charity?
1: Charity, no. The Gahonian. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've run into the gaholians before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, you've, you've been in to a Gahonian war camp. Yeah. yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, we, we Yeah, we escaped yeah, conscription. Totally. <laughs> sorry, I was thinking, yeah. Nope, you've totally done this. Yeah, that's a Gahonian, it sounds like. We're pretty deep
3: into Bavalia. Yeah. Um,
4: and they're not at war with Bavalia, right?
3: No. Not that you know.
4: Yeah. Hmm. Weird.
3: Do you know where they are?
1: No, I don't know. They just come every once in a while. It's supposed to come tomorrow. I may mean, as well go get the shipment back by tomorrow. Where do you need to get it back to? Oh, it's just a few miles, kind of west of here, across the river.
0: Just out of curiosity, Andy. Yeah. Where are we in relation to the myriad pass that we passed through? On our way to Cliff Mill.
1: Or past near two. Uh the bov- yeah. So the Miri Pass is over here. Uh you or you took this green line. Specifically, uh Stormbringer did not want to go through the pass because there are a lot of Goliaths around there.
0: Right, yeah. And we and we're here?
1: Yes.
3: Okay.
0: Just curious, no reason. <laughs>
3: um Charity's going to, uh, message Cantrip to everyone. So, in the spirit of shared decision-making and initiative-taking, <laughs> these people seem like monsters, right? Oh,
4: yeah. The children?
3: No, no, well.
4: No! <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
3: it's the rare weather. Oh. The soldiers who are abusing the children.
4: Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. They don't seem like good people. All in favor of making an example of them. Burbage camp
3: is an asshole to bullies. Why are you all raising your hands? <laughs> that seems odd. So, Chip. Yeah? Given that we're, uh, friends. Uh-huh. I'm going to toss him another, uh, ration. <laughs> I would say good friends at this point. Excellent. Uh, do you suppose it might be possible for us to come along and perhaps help you with these soldiers tomorrow? Help us, we A bonfire is going to appear. We're
1: going to make s'mores with them.
2: Sure. Close
4: enough, actually. Stormbringer will kind of heft her um whatever the fuck what, I have. Fuck.
3: Do you glaive. Mean, the glaive? Do you mean with them associatively, or as an ingredient? You want to make s'mores out of them? I didn't say that. I was just trying to clarify what you were saying. That's kind of cool, though.
4: I, I, know, like, I know you and Burbage didn't really have good childhoods, so and I don't think Hikari did either. I don't know if Hikari remembers her childhood. But most eight-year-olds don't want to eat people.
1: <laughs> Man, my buddy Fort does.
2: Oh. He wants to eat people?
1: Sometimes, yeah.
2: Huh. Sometimes? Yeah. Okay. hungry?
1: Well, he gets real hungry, yeah. Oh.
2: No. Because you guys don't have food?
1: Yeah, we need another ration.
3: (laughs) Charity will toss him a ration. Ah, really, (laughs) go friends. It's also the last time that particular gambit is going to work for you. Fair enough.
1: He's trying to stuff all the rations, like, in his clothing.
3: Have you considered the advantages of hiding in a bag? What? What? Yeah? Have you ever read anything about
0: anybody hiding in a bag? To pull off big important
1: feats? so uh, My friend told me about the crotch bag gambit. Oh god.
4: That's that sounds really
1: not for you. It was a good story though. <laughs> you want to hear it?
0: Not from an eight year old, no. <laughs> not from
1: an eight year old, no. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, uh, what do I do about my cart? Can I borrow oh, a horse? Yeah. Uh I'll I'll give it back tomorrow. Well, no you wouldn't.
2: How about we all bring our horses and we'll come with you.
0: We'll escort you and your
1: shipment.
2: Yeah. Ah, what was it again, a barrel?
1: I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a big barrel.
4: Yeah. It's a barrel that explodes.
3: Yeah, it can it can blow up.
0: Sounds dangerous.
3: Charity is smiling. Broadly. (laughs) Right?
0: I don't think eight year olds should be handling explosives all alone, so how about we kind of escort you
1: where you're going? Listen, listen here. If this is about my age, I just want you to know. Little people right now. (laughs) Do it, it,
0: Andy. Just do it. We need to get a take.
3: (laughs) <laughs> I think over four seconds constitutes a. Yeah, I'm pretty straight. Business pretty <laughs> litigious. Anyway,
1: uh, yeah, I mean you can't be about my age. I'm. I mean, I mean, my folk. We take care of ourselves, all right. So, have you ever heard of the Bovalian ration snatchers? Uh,
4: no.
3: Exactly. Did your organization? Uh... Recently rebranded. I see. I see what you were going for. I'm well aware that you would take care of your own, but part of taking care of your own is recognizing when you can... Charity's gonna sort of think as this child has repeatedly been talking about shipments and organizations. (sighs) Leverage opportunities for synergistic alliances. Damn.
1: That's good. I gotta write that down.
2: He's carrying around a
3: He's looking
1: around.
2: Do you have a pen and paper? Quill?
3: Ink? Archman? Charity will write down the line and hand it to him. Thank you. Now,
1: can anyone tell me how to read? (laughs) Which one is... I
4: thought you read this book about Burbage Kemp. I was read to me.
2: Oh. Now,
1: which words is synergistic? Just this one. Ah, cool. All right, fair enough
0: is trying to say chip is that the four of us oh chip can i just tell you yeah we had we've had we had really really lousy childhoods at least three of us did and honestly the bovalian ravages sounds like a lot of fun it is. It sounds like a really good opportunity for me to, to regain my youth, which I didn't get to have as a child, because my yeah. mother was really oh. withholding and mysterious and bad. Mysterious. Oh. And really, just, we're really wondering, is there a way that we might be able
1: to uh, join? Join, eh? Yeah. Give me a persuasion rule.
3: As he's doing this, I'm going to roll my eyes and flip another ration towards Chip. He's running out of places to stuff it, so he stuffs it down his pants then.
4: Oh, oh.
1: Uh, a 13. Listen, I don't know about joining. Well, I might take you to see the, the Queen, the queen Bloodthrone.
2: She sounds pretty cool.
1: Oh, she's very cool. Yeah, Queen Bloodthrone. Yeah. That's a kick ass
0: name. That's a kick ass name, right? Reminds me of my mother, but that's okay. Wow, well, that's odd. Okay. Your mom is a queen? Your mother has a throne of blood? You knew your mother?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Aww.
0: That's really sad. Well, that sounds great. Maybe we could all head out together to see Queen Blood Throne in the morning. Or now, depending on what we as a group decide together.
1: That's an odd odd way to put tone to that. Anyway, so (laughs) am I getting it straight? You won't give me a horse tonight, but if I spend the night with you, you'll give me one tomorrow? Sleepy. Is that what I'm hearing? You're going to sleep on the ground. Is that a good phrasing for that? You're going to sleep on the ground six
0: feet away from us, socially distanced. Right. Yeah. Okay.
4: And I'm going to sleep right by the horses just in case.
1: Okay.
4: We're going to guard
0: you. We're going to protect you because right. you and the horses. We, we understand what it means
1: to be a brave little pavilion ravager. That's right. That's right. And he reaches back and he pulls out his weapon.
0: Oh, what's what do you got there? What kind of weapon is that? It's
1: this. And it's a spoon. That has been flattened and sharpened and pounded down into
3: a kind of a small axe.
2: I thought he was going to pull out like a fucking samurai sword.
3: (laughs) I was waiting for him to like pull out a hatchet or like a great axe like this.
2: (laughs) A huge machete. It's taller than you.
1: (laughs) I call it the ladle.
0: Oh, you got a name for your weapon. That's really cool. It has a
1: name for itself, baby.
0: Yeah, I understand how that is. Just make sure you never lose it. You know what I mean?
1: No, oh, I ain't going to give it away, especially with no dragon and nothing.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> is that in the book too? Is that nope, in the
1: book? that was just, okay. <laughs> just serendipitous.
0: All right. <laughs> just yep. making sure okay. it happens.
4: My <laughs> weapon can't name itself.
1: Ah, You want me to name it? Yeah. Let me see
4: it. I'll hold out my glaive.
1: Who can kind of like, run his hands over it? Oh. This is pretty good. I feel it would want to be named... Smasher of all
4: skulls. That's a good name. I think that's good. That's a really good name.
2: What's a glaive look like again?
1: Like a giant spear with like a blade on the end.
3: It's like
4: a, a single-edge,
3: almost like a single-edge curved sword on the end of a pole.
1: Yeah. Imagine like a samurai, or not, uh, a
3: scimitar mm-hmm. kind of on the end of a,
1: of
2: a spear. Pole. Yeah. Okay, a pole. cool.
3: A little bit like that. That's
2: not what I was picturing. Yeah.
3: And this one is like nine feet long or something because it was the only yeah, <laughs> it's really big and heavy.
2: Okay, well, good night.
1: Okay. I'll just uh, sleep on this blanket, I guess. By the fire. And then I get a horse tomorrow. Yeah. You don't get a horse tomorrow, but we'll help you move the cart tomorrow. Help me move the cart. All right. All right. Sure thing. Sure thing.
0: So, Burbage is going to make sure he's set up with, like,
1: an actual bedroll. Yeah, like a nice little bedroll and a blanket. And Burbage will sleep on the ground. But
2: I think, like, we all agree that, like, people need to be sleeping near the horses. And, like, a couple people maybe like, mashing him, like in between or something. I
1: mean, I can take first watch if you want.
2: That's all right. Don't
1: no, trust me. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough.
2: Who is this, like, seven-year-old kid?
1: I'm Chip the Ruthless. <laughs> the Ruthless? That's what Megami called me. Probably. But I don't know. Anyway. um, Who's taking watch, I ass- which I assume is going to happen?
2: Yes, yeah. I can take the first one.
1: First watch? All right. Give me a perception check for first watch, Hakari. Twelve. All right. Um, the you do notice the sky clears, Hakari. Uh, there's there's no more clouds in the sky. There's a, a beautiful constellation above you. From your studies, you think it's you think it's the Centaur, and then you kind of remember like <laughs> I wrote a Centaur once.
2: Many, many years ago.
1: Oh. Uh, the chip does seem to be sleeping um, on your watch. So, Seem to be.
4: Who's next? I could take a second.
1: All right. Akari, you wake up Stormbringer.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Stormbringer gave me a perception check. 14. Yeah, nice with a 14. Yeah, you're looking up in the stars. You see a series of stars that your mother once told you was the ancient form of Dawn Protector um, where Dawn Protector got her name and that's just kind of reminds you oh yeah I'm getting into some Goliath shit
4: (laughs) I get to see her again and she's probably gonna try to kill me (laughs) aw
3: and then who do you wake up uh, I usually take last watch.
4: So I guess Burbage.
3: Yeah, perception check, Burbage.
1: This will be the high point. Twenty four. Jesus, that's a lot. Twenty four, with a twenty four. Um. Yeah, you notice that um there are uh a few squirrels that have kind of made their way into camp. Um, squirrels are not necessarily nocturnal creatures. Oh yeah, they're in this not, area. are they? Um, there's, I mean, they can be out, but they mostly like to be in their trees asleep at this point. And that felt a little odd, but that's weird. And whatever squirrels.
0: Hmm. Um. No.
1: Burbage is having a
0: flashback to a couple of mysterious owls that showed up out of nowhere okay. and behaved strangely and talked. And then, like, five minutes later, Burbage was pulled.
1: Spoilers? Spoilers? <laughs> Cover your ears. We'll give it you a thumbs spoilers, up when it's ready to come back from spoilers. <laughs> but go ahead.
0: Spoilers for some episode. <laughs> Burbage got pulled into a very difficult, dangerous situation.
1: What a spoiler.
0: Involving Charity's father.
1: Whoa, too much. Okay, <laughs> I'm just
0: kidding. Okay. Um, so no, Burbage just checking out these goddamn squirrels and making sure that they're not okay here to cause danger. He's also trying to remember what did is is had said that we would need to find a rabbit to communicate with him, right? But also, half of
1: it was, squir- was squirrels. Squirrel, I believe, to communicate with him, and that
4: he I don't would, remember
2: that he would but send a, a rabbit. Dead. Yeah,
3: and he's dead.
2: Yes,
0: right. That I, I, Burbage does not forget
3: that israq is dead. Nope. It was a. Uh, it was finding a rabbit. A rabbit. A rabbit. Uh, so we we would find a rabbit to send a message to Israq. and then an adult squirrel would come back with the message. That's right. There he was, yeah.
0: So, I mean, so the the sight of the squirrel is one, flashing him back to the, the creepy owls, and two, um, reminding him of Izrak and a time when he was thinking like, oh, we might get messages from Izrak via squirrels someday on our, on our journey. Yeah. So that
3: Yesterday. is... Yesterday. <laughs>
0: yeah yesterday this was <laughs> yes. um so that is why he is investigating this further how might i do that
1: <laughs> nature check unless you actually want to go over and like pick one up and examine it <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: i'm not i don't want to a- a- approach it i'm doing a nature
0: ch- wait yeah well nature. no be- like burbage wants to know if they're magic or something other than squirrels what oh, a nature okay.
1: check Arcana, then if you want to try to get a magical sense out of this.
0: I mean, would a nature check tell him if they're, if they're unnatural or supernatural? Yes. Yeah. Okay, then I'll do a
1: nature check.
4: Okay.
1: Oof. Six. Squirrels at night. Finish the rhyme.
4: Is that the whole sentence? Afternoon
2: delight. <laughs>
4: Squirrels
1: <laughs> at night, afternoon light.
2: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I um, meant for the squirrel. Not like. Yeah, squirrels are going to get the squirrel.
0: Jesus Christ. For the last time, Burbage will not have sex with squirrels.
4: Have, why do we have for to say that? Time? For
3: the last time, Hakari. <laughs> the last time. Wait, when was the first time?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, It's 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 a little weird, but squirrels are just up at night. I wouldn't think too much of it. Well, perhaps it's nothing. Is what he's saying.
3: Perhaps it's nothing.
1: Burbage will kind of just
0: sadly think back to uh, simpler times before
3: Israq was killed. And then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two days ago? I was going to say, so 3 p.m. the day before <laughs> yesterday?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yes. And then he'll wake up oh charity. All right. Do you mention the squirrels to charity?
0: Um. Going off of the six nature
3: check? Uh, no, sorry. Okay, no, no, no. I, I was yeah, totally fine. I just enough. wanted to double check it's before a, I was yeah. adding. It's a good question. Uh, make sure you have inspiration then, Burbage. Perception check, I assume. I have guidance on, so.
1: Goody, five. Five. Charity, your your mind is just kind of wandering. You're watching... Stormbringer, honestly, sleep for the first time in a long time that you've seen her. Um, she's looking tired, peaceful. Um, you're kind of looking over the rest of your family. You're not paying too much attention. You're keeping your eye on the kid.
3: I was going to say, um, keep my eye on the
1: kid. The yeah, horses, he's still there. It's Yeah, It's it seems, everything seems up and up. Um, <laughs>
4: uh, oh, hey, but, yeah. you guys it's, remember that the deadliest creature alive or whatever it was spent a year as a squirrel. Yeah. I don't know if this is related, just flagging that.
3: No, it's true. Uh, uh, yeah. You killed that
1: dude. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so you're um, it's pretty uneventful. Um, you're just kind of looking over your, the people around you and
3: seeing nothing out of the ordinary. I'll replenish aid on everyone sort of just before the eighth hour passes. Nice.
1: Alright, you get up. Uh,
3: Chip is up early. Uh, he's
1: he's very slowly and deliberately savoring one of the rations as he's eating it. Um, this one had some potatoes in it that he's that he's munching on. He's very excited. Uh, the fire dies down. You cover it up like good citizens, um, and start on the road. Unless you want to do anything else before you do that.
4: Burbage, mention our, the squirrels at all.
1: Um.
0: In his in his sleep, Burbage had a dream about uh, a squirrel with three scars across its face, and the, the the squirrel kind of and he was paralyzed. Burbage was paralyzed with sleep paralysis, and the squirrel with three scars across his face kind of crawled up Burbage's body and uh, up to his head, and just looked right down to him and said, and and, and the squirrel said to him. Was Ractivir? More like was Ractivir? And Burbage said, "You got the joke wrong, Squirrel. You got the joke wrong, Squirrel." And he yelped that in his sleep.
4: But that's
3: it. I, I'm I'm picturing chair ship Don't don't worry. This is a fairly normal occurrence. Morning. Fair enough.
4: Do our packs look disturbed?
1: Yeah, you look <laughs> through your packs.
2: Just yeah. If
1: <laughs> you look through your packs, uh, it doesn't seem to be anything missing or or disturbed at all. Um, Seems like he was pretty genuine to his word. He just slept the whole night. What about
4: the squirrels? Did the squirrels take things? Oh, no.
3: Squirrels were just squirrels. You're
4: fine. (laughs) I hope you have nightmares about squirrels, Andy.
3: So yeah, um, Charity will sort of uh, turn to Chip. What time were you supposed to meet with these soldiers?
1: Oh, they're coming in about uh, after dinner sometime. I'm not good at reading the sun very much. Not go rain period.
3: We we covered that last night. Yes, uh, in the afternoon or evening, then, not in the morning.
1: Yeah, afternoon if you're okay. evening, Yeah, we'll get it in plenty of time if we go right now. Yes. Can I ride on one of your horses until? Oh, wait! Oh, I want to. I want to ride on the camel.
2: Because yeah, i have
1: not seen one of them. I have a picture book about them though.
3: You have a lot of books for ragtag group of orphans. Yeah, Camels
1: of Federo, that one was cold.
2: <laughs> okay, it's a two-humped camel, I think, so yeah. in the picture. Yeah, he can ride in front and I'll ride behind him. Or does he need behind me. Hmm? Nothing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, no. He's
3: just stuck in chip mode.
1: The goat that set us up with the, the house just left a bunch of books one night. It was fun. So my car is just a little bit north of here, along the road, and I put it off to the side, covered up with some bushes, and then we just go west from there. It's a bit rough, mind you. But you know, camels and whatnot shouldn't be bad. It sounds
0: good. We're off to see the Blood Queen, the wonderful Blood Queen of Throne, right? I don't know. Yes, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say to Darcy? Darcy, what did what did he say? No, it's fine.
2: <laughs> Nothing. I I can't. I you won't let me say. It's all good. <laughs> um, so worse you- with webcams because now we can just see you being. I know. Scared. I know you can see my facial expressions and I can't hide them.
1: Yeah, it's great. Like
2: I'm really bad at that. So yeah, I was a little worried about that situation. They're seemingly like.
1: Okay. I'm good. So yeah, you if you go along with that uh, He'll lead you north um, Point out the bushes There's a cart there with a large metallic barrel In the back of it uh, He'll go ahead and hook the camel up to the cart If you let
3: him Can I investigate before we roll out the barrel?
2: Yeah Fair enough,
3: yes uh, What would
1: that be? Investigations, cool, okay. yeah Thirteen, yeah, it's... Uh, fourteen. Oh, yeah, fourteen. Uh, fourteen, it's... It's uh, a barrel that's almost made entirely in one piece, um, which is fairly advanced metalwork. Um, uh, it's, it's got a copper stopper. I'm sorry, a copper stopper on top. Um, uh, with, with cork sort of inlaid into it and stuff. And... Um, there used to be a label on it, uh, but that has since been ripped off. Um, and th- that's mostly what you can tell. You don't see any leaks. You don't see... You, you move it around a little bit. You hear there's a large amount of liquid inside kind of sloshing around. Um, but so far, that's what you get, yeah.
3: Does this look similar to the like, casks or barrels of mage fire that had been left at the well? Yes, uh, So it does look like those It does look like those And those were incredibly explosive yeah. And those were incredibly explosive And that's what Chip sort of seemed to Intimate That this was explosive as well So he's like yeah. Huh
1: Okay oh, Don't worry about it, it's real sturdy And he'll go tong 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 Slapping on it It's not going to blow up or nothing if you do that tong tong, tong. Let's
2: not do that, Chip.
1: Do what? This? Tong-tong-tong.
2: Chip, yeah. <laughs> let's concentrate. We have to get your shipment before they come.
1: All right. Fort always says focus. Focus on the C. It's in the middle of the word. Focus. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I'll take his word for it, I do.
4: <laughs> but also what will make it blow up?
1: I think if you pierce it with something.
4: Okay.
3: Charity's smiling again. I have
1: notions.
4: Good to know. (laughs) All
1: right, well, you don't mind me hooking up the camel, do you? No. That's great. Because, you know, sometimes people get mad if their camel blows up. Anyway, I'm sure the DM won't do that, though. Let's go. I will
2: kill you. (laughs) I will kill you dead.
1: So he he hooks up the camel uh, to the cart. You start off. Um, and he's just talking the entire way, basically. He's telling you like about this like like bark that he saw on the tree, and how he and his friends then were investigating the bark because it was weird that it was there, and not on another tree, so it must be a government conspiracy, and...
2: How do they you know about the government? <laughs>
1: so they know about the government, and the real government, not
3: the fake government that Bovelia sets up.
1: The okay. real yeah. government.
3: Unless you want Charity to seriously reconsider whether we're helping these kids,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and he tells you about this flower that just bloomed all over his house one time, and
3: what the flower looked like.
1: Was it a lily? It looked like blue and white, and it was had like a. It almost looked like a butterfly. It was really pretty.
4: Does that sound familiar?
1: So. Yeah, bluish, whitish, purplish. Does sound a bit familiar,
4: yes. But butterfly shape? Like a doom lily?
1: Like a doom
3: lily, sure.
4: Did anything happen short when did that ha one, when did that
3: happen? Two, what did the flowers smell like? Oh. That's
1: funny, because we all smelled something different. Yeah, I smelled I smelled a big a, a, a big sort of fresh river. It was beautiful. It was nice, it was clear and crisp, like I could almost drink it. My friend Thought, he he smelled something kind of like you know when you bite your tongue and then you taste that little bit of like metal in there. That's what he tasted. He smelled like Blood. He smelled blood. Oh, is that what that is? Why is your blood better? That's weird.
4: That's a really good question. Why is your blood metal?
1: Oh, no, my blood's not. It's red. It's liquid.
4: No, your blood's metal. If you tasted your own blood, it Wait, would taste on, like... Wait, hold on, hold on.
1: Hold on, hold on. Ah!
4: Oh, it does. That's weird. Yeah. It's and then weird.
1: Really he's quiet weird. for about ten minutes as he's sucking on his thumb. Or his finger. So
4: when did the tomb lilies, I mean, the flowers show up?
1: Well, um, it wasn't too long after the goat goat the goat yeah the goat
3: I said the goat set up a house brought some books one night oh
2: I missed what you said
3: your audio connection may have cut out a little bit when you said that Chip. oh did I say it softly so you didn't hear it I'm sorry
1: I
2: didn't hear it either and I'm sitting right next to you A goat set up a house and brought you some books
4: and then the house got covered in flowers that smelled weird to everyone is this the sequence of events
3: yeah, about that. Yeah. So, so again, Chip, I want you to sort of think back to the stories that you've read, such as the ones about Burbage Kemp, which yeah, have sort of an establishing background of information and then proceed through a narrative structure. Have you now done that? Goat sets up house, leaves books, flowers appear. Everyone smells something different.
1: Yeah. Oh wait, um, Cloy, he found a toad in between that and all that. Is that relevant? Chloe found a toad?
2: Maybe. Are toads common in this area? Yeah, kind of. Okay. It was Probably a good one, happen. though. It was
3: a big one. Had a wart on its back. Big one. All right, let's 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 go have an audience with the queen and then make some s'mores. Sweet.
4: Hey, but when did this happen? Like, I know time is relative and you're eight, so you don't know anything generally, but when did this happen?
1: I don't know anything.
4: Like, Recently? No, nah, it was
1: months ago that all happened. Months ago? Yeah.
4: Did anything happen after the flowers showed up? Anything of note?
1: I mean, yeah, some stuff happened. Like what? Well, I mean, there was... The Bavalian Ravages used to have about 20 of us. Um... And one night there was dog people... That came. Sorry? Dog
4: people?
1: People that were dogs?
4: Dog people. I thought you were saying doll. Oh. No, not doll. Doll people. Okay, dog people. Dog people,
2: like gnolls. Like degs. Like degs.
1: Okay. Um, they took a few of us here. That was bad.
0: Had any of the ones who were taken by the gnolls smelled dog fur when they smelled the flowers?
1: I don't think so. I don't know. I mean... Garish didn't tell us what he smelled. That was weird. Anyway. Burbage through all of this, through
0: like hearing this story of like these kids who were all smelling different things on flowers, like he was just silently remembering the the child in Federo who they sent with his mother to Roth right before Roth burned down. That's what Burbage has
1: been thinking about. Sad. So you are traveling a few more hours? he's just kind of saying random stuff at this point that, like, he talked for about an hour about the toad that Ploy found. Um, they named it um, they named it Bakari uh, actually, which was that's what he thought of first when he heard Hakari's name.
2: What was named Bakari? The toad. The toad. Nice.
1: Yeah. Um, and not too long before you crest a hill uh, and you see uh, just a cabin in the middle of a field of yellow flowers a little bit of smoke rising from the chimney and he says oh shit i forgot to blindfold you all um uh put blindfolds on everyone put blindfolds on okay. put, put them on your eyes so you don't see where you're going we already see yeah uh, this, this isn't it this isn't it is this it this isn't the headquarters
0: Right. Oh, so we'll blindfold us, and then you'll lead yeah. us to another different cabin? Of course, of course, of course. Yeah,
1: you just put a blindfold on. And you just right.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Perhaps
2: fine. We'll, uh,
0: do that.
3: All right. Do you, Hikari?
2: Yeah.
3: Charity? Yeah, I'm using a piece of one of my robes, which is like, it's the outer layer, so it's basically sheer cloth. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then,
1: uh, I use
2: my hair.
3: Stormbringer, you too?
2: Yeah. So,
1: yeah, so you put all that on, and he goes, oh, fuck, fine. All right, um, let's go. Uh, so How he's then he slowly leading this? you. Yeah. 50, 60 more feet. <laughs> 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 and then he turns, it's very obviously he turns in a circle, and then just goes to the cabin, and then he says, all right, now we're at a totally different cabin. You can take your blindfolds off it is a very okay. different cabin than the one we'd seen previously right thank you thank you uh, and if anyone asks uh, I blindfolded you the whole way so <clears throat> and he kind of knocks on the door opens it up Queen Bloodthrone I present um what were your names? Hikari, I know. Hakori the big one
4: I'm Snowbringer Mountain
1: Snowbringer Mountain the one who met Crotch the Sticky, he says, and a uh, Firestarter over here.
3: I'm pretty sure I'm literally the only one that introduced myself to you. Oh,
1: that's right, Chanty. Yeah, <laughs> that stripper name. <laughs> no, I'm Theodruksek. Theodruksek, okay, fine. Uh, and then he kind of motions all of you into this large one room cabin. Uh, it's just. There's a large room in this small cabin. Uh, there are no tables. There are cots kind of set up on the side of the room. There is a chair in the back that is propped up by like books on either on all of its um feet. And on top of that uh, is a black suit of armor with horns and spikes. Uh, protruding off of it in various places. Um, its its uh, gauntlets are streaked red with paint. Uh, and then there's sort of red kind of devil horn paint uh, going up the side of this. And then you hear from within the the armor,
4: I'm Queen Bloodthrone! Is this armor child-sized? <laughs> it's
1: Probably dwarf-sized, and a child has fit into it.
4: Okay. Is what do
1: you imagine? <laughs> I'm Queen Bloodthrone. Kneel before me, or suffer the wrath of the Valyrian
4: ravages. Uh, okay,
2: strawberry and Kneel. I'll do it.
1: All right. They put up their visor of the armor. Now the visor shuts down again bangs shut. Now! For those of you who have sworn fealty, kill the others! What? The other ones that haven't knelt yet, kill them. I'm pretty sure everyone knelt. Oh, you all knelt? Oh. Yeah. Sorry. And then they lift up the visor again. Oh, I see that now. Yes. Uh, And they take off the helmet completely. It's much too large for their head. And there's... There's a human child with with long, kind of reddish brown hair. Um, now, as I was saying, um, welcome to our home. Now that you are Bovalian Ravagers, uh, what can I do for you? And then Chip stands up and says, "Oh, they helped me. Brought um, they brought um, the 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 cart full of the the stuff that the bullies needed for tonight. So we'll get back, Bane. They helped me get it here." And she goes, oh, thank you so much. We really appreciate that. Do you need a coin for your trouble? Do you have coin? Nope.
4: I <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't worry about it.
3: I think we're fine.
4: Hey, Chip was telling us about a book called Burbage Kemp or something. Can I see that book?
1: Um, Chip, I'm sorry. Uh, that was with Bane.
4: Oh... Do you think Bane still has it? Probably. Cool. Well, I'll us Bane when we get Bane back. All right.
1: I have a book on camels. Camels of Federa yeah, around here.
4: Interesting. Okay. Probably. But that's okay. Fair okay enough.
1: The DM just wrote a whole book on camels, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Though. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you did. Don't even no, try to up.
0: back out of it.
1: Oh, and I'm not I'm
3: not that dorky. Yeah, you are. Jeez, oh. little man. Um, Chairdialster, go. Uh, yes, it's um, a pleasure to meet you, Your Highness. About these bullies, how long have they been here? Oh, uh, well, they came about
1: a month ago. Started asking for stuff. And they come like, a couple of weeks. That we've seen them twice before.
3: They usually take one of us, ask for some stuff, we go get it, they bring us back. Do they bring the person that they take back when they come to pick up the stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, excellent, that makes this much easier then. Um, uh, what kinds of things have they been asking for?
1: Well, they asked for... One of them was a, asked for a crossbow. We got that. Then it escalated to 50 gold. And Fort and, and Chip got that uh, and then this time one of the barrels and uh, yeah Chip brought that here
2: where do you get that
1: Chip's like none of your business Charity's <laughs> gonna toss him a ration and he starts pulling out all the rest of the rations and putting them on the uh, on the little fireplace uh, on, on the side of the room where did you get it it fell off a cart that was travelling uh to Bovalia, south along the road.
2: He fell off a cart.
1: Well, it was pushed, I think, for me. Interesting. And I scooped it up, drug it to the drug it to the bushes, which I'm very good at hiding things in bushes. And then I got the cart, brought it over, and uh loaded it up, and then I found you. After me ass ran away. Why do you giggle at that every time, Akari? It's weird. <laughs>
3: Um, seriously, would it be easier for you if these bullies, perhaps, were dealt with a la uh, Blade Master and asshole extraordinaire Burbage Kemp? You mean you're gonna spit on them?
1: Oh,
4: <laughs> yeah. Do you guys um, remember that? <laughs> no. Wait, when did you? No, yeah, I do now, because yeah, yeah. it made Lena feel really bad and inside. <laughs>
0: hey, yeah, Stormbringer, it made Adam feel really bad too. He immediately apologized to Meepus for it.
4: Yeah, sometimes we do things that make Lena and Adam feel really bad.
0: <laughs> that was the worst... Okay, honestly, this is Burbage speaking. Okay. Messaging to all of you. Honestly, that time that I spat in Mepus' face might be worse than the time that you guys killed Arben. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I feel that bad about it, because that's how (laughs) villains are made. And uh,
2: yeah. By spitting
4: in people's faces. Remember when we were torturing that one person Red, red. Yeah, yeah, that made Lena feel bad too. Yeah, but we did it and it was funny. We
0: laughed
3: about it. Was it
4: funny? I guess, yeah, it was really funny. Uh, Remember that
3: time that Hakari sterilized Galur? No one felt bad that about was
4: that. Actually, funny.
3: You
0: know yeah, yeah, that? yeah. Hey, uh, ravagers, we're just gonna take a bit of time just to do a flashback episode now. So you just yeah, the cliff <laughs> show. <a bit>
1: <laughs> the lowest form of
3: storytelling, show. Sure, yes. Oh wow. <laughs> so Charity's charities are gonna, um, uh, perhaps one of the more, um, direct. Methods that Burbage used. Oh, like stabbing and stuff, You go
1: stab him. More like that one, yes. Okay. How would that strike you? Yeah, that's fine. Do you need? Do you need weapons? We have weapons. Fort, bring in the weapons. Oh dear. And you see a, a very a, a small um, green-skinned half-orc child waddling in. He's quite plump. Uh, and he has um, a makeshift crossbow that is made out of basically rubber bands and sticks. Uh, a rubber bands. Rubber band is the closest thing that you would think. Yeah, it's like okay. rubber rubber tree.
2: I'm not gum, saying we don't have rubber bands. I'm just
1: gum stuff. Uh, he then sort of drags in a club with a, a nail in it, uh, and then. <laughs> Uh, and then he brings in uh, what looks to be kind of a um, an odd sort of puppet. Uh, it's got some... Uh, it's got a big pointy blue hat, uh, a pokey nose, um, and that's sort of weird.
4: Why are you describing Pinocchio?
0: Pinocchio didn't have a pointy blue
4: hat. Wait, can oh,
0: he? Pinocchio
1: totally had a blue hat. Oh, dude, man, didn't was it green? I don't know. Was it? Maybe blue.
3: Wasn't was, it, was it, yeah, it was kinda of pointy. And he had a nose. <laughs> he did have the nose. Yeah. Okay, so the first two look like weapons, and then the last one is a doll. Charity's gonna sort be like, okay, I understand that one. Very nicely done with the nail through the club. Yeah, that was mine. V- Whoa, who was that? Who it was Fort? Oh
4: god. Wow. How old is Fort?
3: Was <laughs> we'll it to you? Half under adolescence early. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, my voice dropped last month. <laughs> um. So, what about the doll? How is that the weapon?
1: The doll. Oh, the puppet.
3: The puppet. Yes.
1: You want me to? You want me to show you?
4: Yeah. Yes.
1: Watch this. Watch this. Huh? Oh, you sit back and watch this. Uh, and he takes the puppet and he climbs up uh, the sort of logs uh, of the side of the cabin into the small rafters. And he starts moving the puppet over. And it, it's actually quite lifelike, the way he's operating. It's just, its pretty nice. And he's hes moving it down, uh, making it dance a little bit. And then he goes, now, Bloodthrone! And Bloodthrone takes the club and goes, Ah-ha! Smack, smack, smack on the ground. This is one of our best weapons. Distraction.
4: What? Hey, hey, Fort. Do you want to arm wrestle?
1: Fuck yeah.
4: Oh god. Fuck yeah.
1: Oh, sorry. On my
4: language. No, you're good. So arm wrestle. All
1: right. Yeah, he'll he'll <laughs> just lay straight on the ground and put his arm on
3: the ground and in there on his on his belly. I feel like Charity's hand is hovering over him, waiting to apply healing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he's an orc. He'll be fine. He's eight.
2: He's large, right? No, wait, isn't he like six? Is he the younger? Yeah, I think he's
3: the younger one of the younger of Chip. friend. Yeah, one of your arms is probably the size of him. Hey,
4: I'll take it easy.
3: Thank you. Okay.
4: Wrestle me. All right. What does that tattoo give mean? You just
0: said you're going to take it easy. Don't use your tattoo.
3: I think she just already activated it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that activated it. This purple light flashes up your arm and illuminating that tattoo. Ford is like, oh, whoa.
0: <laughs> I think she should roll at
1: disadvantage. It's up to you.
4: I mean, is it up to me? I guess I can still throw it even with the tattoo, right?
1: Are you, I'm sorry, are you trying to not win?
2: Well, at least not break him.
1: I think she's more just trying not to break him in half.
2: Trying to be gentle. Fair
1: enough. All right, fair enough. Uh, Give me a roll of disadvantage then, if you're not taking it super seriously.
4: Sure, yeah. Yeah. So what are we doing, athletics? Is that what we usually do? Yeah, yeah.
3: Ah, so it won't be the 27. The nat (laughs) twenty twenty-seven. Thank God. With a
1: 14, the kid's little chubby arms start to move
3: your hand <laughs> backward. You're starting to lose a little bit here. Charity is bracing for the sound of thunder.
4: Holy shit! You're a strong kid.
3: Oh no, right.
4: I'm gonna actually do it for real now. <laughs> All
1: right? Give me another one.
4: And the tattoo gives me advantage, right? Yeah. Oh no. 23?
1: Uh, 23, okay. yeah. Then you immediately, once you start trying, slam his hand down. You're not trying to hurt him or anything, but you do then immediately slam his hand down. And he's like, oh, whoa. Are you the strongest person in the world?
4: I think so, but you're like the second strongest. You're really strong. That's
1: right. My name's Fort. Get used to it, love.
4: My name's, oh, don't call me love. My name's Snow. <laughs> Snowbringer Mountain. Snowbringer Mountain. Snowbringer Mountain. Yeah.
1: All right. Fair enough. That
4: was a good, good arm wrestle.
1: That was really good arm wrestling. Uh, I'd say I'd like to try, but I can never beat Fort, so certainly not going to beat you.
4: Oh, you can try. You want to try? I said no. I don't. Oh, okay. That's
1: sweet, though. Uh, are there any more of them? Like of these kids? Yeah, you sort of look out the window then uh you see you see two uh over by a bush gathering um some what look to be like strawberries and stuff.
2: Oh strawberries don't grow in bushes.
1: Uh uh vines on the okay, ground. There you go.
0: <laughs> that reminds me, did Burbage find any whoopsie berries?
1: Haven't found any yet, no. Uh so yeah, if you stay there, um Queen Bloodthrone will will pour you some tea. Um she'll start to immediately talk about the toad that ploy found uh and that it was named bakari which is fascinating that you were named Akari. uh and it's it's like little kid talk that you know you're just like oh okay cool man. wait
0: did she she named she referred to it as bakari yes independently of chip So was Chip just, um, oh, Chip knew that the Toad's name was Bakari, and so Chip was amused that he met somebody named Hakari? Yeah. Yes. He didn't come up with the name Bakari after meeting Hakari. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you for the clarification.
3: Yeah. yeah. So Charity, as this is going on, is also probably going to be sort of mildly trying to, like, med exam, the kids mm. trying to determine how are they actually getting ner- nutrition? Uh, yeah, are they about to die of a disease or something? Right.
1: Yep. Yeah, give me a med
3: check. Seventeen.
1: Seventeen. Very nice. With with the seventeen, you you see that they're thin, generally, except for Fort um that they you do notice uh, another little girl that has just come in and is helping serve tea who's like 5 um uh has a really really orange nose um and if you just kind of casually ask about it everyone then immediately says oh that's cuz pin only eats carrots <laughs> only eats carrots ever she don't like nothing else just carrots um, so that's not amazing nutrition, but she seems generally healthy other than that. Um, and the rest of them seem to be doing okay, oddly enough. Certainly they're not living off the land, um, which is <laughs> filled with, like, a few strawberries, uh, a bit of wheat that sort of wild grows uh, in the field, and, like, dandelions would be, like, basically their only... There's
2: no animals.
1: Uh, They haven't they haven't eaten anything meat in front of you at least now.
4: How do you all
1: get food?
4: Is it the goat?
1: Yeah, sometimes the goat brings milk. That's really nice. Oh no! Wait a second. Was it his milk? And Pin's like, boy goats don't make milk. And Fork goes. <laughs> Never mind. No.
2: Yeah, like sure you know, I was like forty-six. <laughs> These that's are children, three Andy.
1: Time. That's three times tonight, I've had to curb myself here. Oh shit!
3: Ugh.
2: Thank you Sorry. for drawing that back. Yeah, I drew the boundary. Yeah. There.
3: Okay. <laughs> Slamming that uh, boundary down.
1: <laughs> um. No. Yeah. Anyway. So they're arguing over whether the goat—it's his milk or not. Yeah. And that's it.
4: Do you guys
0: have any egg, egg milk?
1: What's an egg egg? It's
4: a fucking monstrosity,
1: alien thing. No, God, no, we wouldn't have that. That's horrible!
4: Who gave you that? Hey, just asking. You're weird, Phaedric. <laughs> How do you get food besides the milk? Yeah,
1: we got the milk. Sometimes there's there's just like you know berries and stuff growing around. And, you know, sometimes there's just like a basket of like breads and stuff on the porch.
4: Yeah, just sometimes there's just a basket of bread on your porch.
1: Yeah, it grows there, I guess.
4: I'm sure. Yeah, I think that totally, yeah, baskets definitely grow places, right, you guys? Sure. That's legit. That seems legit.
0: We live in a magical fantasy land. I'm not putting it past it.
4: Yeah, like, why not? Maybe their house is also like made of gingerbread that they can eat.
0: That sounds delicious, Stormbringer.
4: Yeah, I think it would melt in the rain, though, so it's probably not very structurally sound. At
3: the very least, molder.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah,
3: that'd be gross. Moldy
4: house. Would be really gross.
3: <laughs> okay, so are, are some bullies gonna roll up? Or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, after all this, just child
1: sort of babble and banter and and odd uh, r- reflections toward a goat. Um, it does get toward uh, kind of evening. They share they share their food. Which is basically tonight's meal of strawberries and bread.
2: But we don't um, need to because we have rations. So like we.
3: Yeah, that's just they're sharing if, if
1: you oh, want it. Oh, okay, yeah, I see. They, they're trying
2: to be like... They're
3: serving you. Charity would put in a couple of rations to sort of contribute to a communal meal.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's... I mean, yeah, I that. can that's, too. We can spread it around.
3: Yeah, Queen Bloodthrone is very excited that you've done this.
1: Uh, she seems really happy that you've served her people well.
0: Um, yeah I'm gonna burn a f- I'm gonna burn like five rations because I'm getting sick of accumulating rations and never eating them yeah
1: nice so Burbage is just scarfing down rations and well and sharing them oh you're sharing yeah. you're not just eating them yourself in front I'm of them to burn them uh,
2: like
0: no, he's giving them to the kids
1: Burbage is just like um, um.
0: <laughs> or literally I'm burning them like I'm no, putting I'm them sure. in the fire so that nobody can eat
1: them I'm sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Pin comes in uh, and says, ah, torches on the road, sirs, madams. I think he Sam. Torches on the road, torches on the road.
0: Everybody loves Bukari the Toad.
4: Should we hide behind the house? Wait, that wasn't a song. Right. I, it is now.
3: Everything can be a song if you try hard
4: enough, Burbitt. you sing it? Uh, Should we hide behind the
1: house? <laughs> yeah, that's fine if you want to hide behind the house, uh, Just pop out maybe after we get Bane. Okay.
2: Yeah, then that's when we'll pop out. Yes. Okay. Okay.
0: And when you have Bane, then they'll have our permission to die. Right, guys? Yes. Right? Well, who will? Like like the bullies. When we have Bane, when we have Bane, the bad guys. Uh huh. We we'll have our permission to die.
1: That's so fucking cool. Pardon my language. Wait, hold
0: on, hold on. Burbage Wait, what grabs. Are you giving the permission? Burbage grabs the <laughs> puppet and puts well, it. Well, careful, up over careful, his,
1: careful with him.
0: He's going be careful. He's putting it up over his face, and he says, "When we have Bane,
1: they have our permission to die."
4: <laughs> This is a reference to like Batman or something? I haven't actually seen that one. So this is just going right over my head. You know,
0: this is why I always thought we sh- we sh- we should have spent more time on the streets of Federo checking out the cultural centers of Federo. There were always shows going on, and I think if we'd hung out there a bit more, we would we you could have seen Batman, the play. Yeah, maybe we might get the reference.
2: The play
3: Batman 3.
2: <laughs> Batman, Batman 3. The play. I'm pretty sure that the, <laughs> the like
3: two times we spent in a protracted amount of time on the streets of Federo, once we got mugged, and the second time Femaris stole a sword.
4: Yeah, we were we, like running for our lives from the guards most of the time. With yes, but okay, see, we are doing a flashback episode. <laughs>
0: And when are the, we? <laughs> there was you. a brief. There was a brief time on the streets of Federa when we were actually quite safe. That the guards were leaving us alone, and that everything was was fine, and we hadn't lost also anybody. Doing
2: a ton of spoilers.
0: Or gotten <laughs> into any big fights. Like A ton. Interpersonally. So when was this? This was after we talked to Poneway.
1: Got the. The fuzz off your back.
0: After yeah. we we got the the first flower, and he said, you know, with his influence in the city at the time, he was like, you know what I mean. He we we had carte blanche for a little bit there. Yeah, it was nice.
4: Man, I don't fucking remember that at all. I just remember like climbing up that building and climbing down that building and just seeing the dwarfs having sex. Yeah, it, was it was after that, it was Char- you know, after that,
3: Charity's Charity's just sort of like pinching the bridges and I was going. Okay, you know what? I'm going to f- go melt these fuckers. Anyone who wants to Okay, drown, wait, no, welcome. let's
4: get behind the house because we have to wait for Bane,
0: right? Hide behind the house. Hide behind the house. Hide make yourself house. small, as small as a mouse.
4: I can't make myself that small, I'm sorry. That
1: was
3: a cool rhyme. Thank you. All right, let's, let's get Bane back and then s'mores. All right, you hide
1: behind the house. You see the torches on a road that you didn't notice uh, that's even further north now. Um, and those torches have now come off the road are making their way. There's five torches maybe. Um, And you can't quite make out the shapes yet as as it's gotten dark. And I think that's where we'll end tonight's episode. End tonight's episode. End tonight's
0: episode. That was a lot of fun and Andy is a cool dude.
1: (laughs) That's sweet. I do need everyone to hop off except for Galway real quick.
4: Why? Joy. Are you going to bring us back to say goodbye?
1: I will, yeah.
2: Okay. I'll
1: give you a thumbs up. So
3: I did not tell you I was going to do this at all. <laughs> so <laughs> I almost gave you a thumbs up and then realized that that would go terribly as everyone comes back in. <laughs> That's hilarious, yeah, yeah. I was like, yep, you, uh, you did not. What's up? <clears throat> uh, Charity, you awake Um,
1: in a... In a strange, strange place. Um, yeah, it feels it feels odd. It feels weird. You you've never woken up quite like this before. And in fact, the last thing you remember you were in Cliff Mill, maybe? You were sailing into Cliff Mill on a boat. There was some, some, some message got to your boat about before the tiger, and you just you're, you're waking up. Your eyes are opening. You're feeling around. You're looking at your hands. You're feeling your chest. You don't have a shirt on at the moment, and you kind of feel around. And actually, you don't have scars. You look at your hands again and you don't have wooden fingers. And then you realize you it's not a room that you're in. You're in a capsule of some sort, like a, almost like a coffin. And just as you start to breathe heavy and you almost start to panic, the lid flips open. You see firelight outside and you sit up and you pull yourself out of it. And you look around. There's someone that feels familiar sitting in the corner of the room sipping tea and they're motioning you over to sit next to them.
3: Just as a, a question and yeah. it's a little bit of a, a meta game-y yeah, yeah question but it is, it's kind of important for me for character. I remember sailing into Cliff Mill. Yeah. I remember a message getting to the ship. Yeah. I remember that my fingers should be wooden. I remember that I should be covered in scars. Yeah. So I... mentally... am charity from the ship that came into Cliff Mill. Yeah. Okay. And they motion you over to sit next to him. So I'm going to sort of like... Where... Am I? Who are you? You are out a place
1: that should feel familiar. And the voice triggers for you. This is the voice of Behalit that you had met several yeah. times.
3: Yeah, it is. <laughs> Please do not be alarmed. Sit. We're a little past alarmed. Please drink.
1: It is quite safe. And he takes a sip. Puts it down on a book next to his desk.
3: That'll be a hard no from me on the drinking. Why am I here?
1: He takes the cup off the book, puts the book on his lap, starts to kind of leaf through it.
3: What I'd like you to do is search your
1: emotions,
3: your feelings, and tell me
1: what it is you feel. And I'd like you to give me an intelligence saving throw. 14. All right. Uh, yeah, so if you if you do that, if you just kind of like look inward and you are thinking about what it is most you are wanting in this moment. You would have imagined that you just want to set this guy on fire, that you want to destroy whatever building this is in, that rip down every monument to Baalit or every tiny little icon that reminds you of it. That's not what you feel. And you know that you should and you know that there's a difference between those two things. So I'm aware of that discrepancy. Yes. What you want more than anything in the world is to destroy Charity. The other one. And you... Run your hands through your hair. and You notice you have both of your horns. You are now enacting and you can feel it. Though the other charity may get a sense of this as well. Because you can feel them somewhere out there. And you are filled with rage at them. You don't even know why. You don't even know why you should feel this way. You just do. Do you tell this person what you're
3: feeling? I want to be really precise for character reasons. Please, yeah. For for something here. Yeah, yeah. What you've just described is what I feel yes and what i know i should feel is the desire to burn this down yes though that is not the thing that is coming to the surface for you yeah and this is charity as the ship was sailing into cliff mill the last time yes i say nothing to him because i'm not charity i'm calor charity and Caloran Charity got taught that it didn't matter what the hell he felt. <laughs> what mattered was what his father taught him he was supposed to feel. Interesting.
1: The creature takes a look through the book, then a little bit more. Your feelings then are your own. But I think your destiny is ours. We should talk. I think there's someone you would like to meet. Your
3: father, perhaps. No, not especially. (laughs) I was kind of good with, you know, not seeing him again. There is much to discuss.
1: And as that is happening, go away. As whatever that was just happened, you as Charity are standing behind a house waiting to save a bunch of kids from some torches that are coming down the road. And you can feel it too. There's another one of you out there somewhere. Something you wondered about deep inside feels confirmed. And I think that's where we'll end it. So everyone come back. Come on back. Uh,
3: All right. Uh, So Charity, uh, yeah, would you, is there anything you'd like to add at the moment? So just as, as we're all sort of huddling behind and watching the torches uh, come up, you're just going to hear very quietly behind you. Oh fuck. (laughs) That's it. that's brilliant. (laughs) I love it so much.
1: All right. Uh, yeah. So that's going to do it for tonight's episode of goats and dragons. Uh, thank you all, um, for, for watching. Thank you all for listening. Um, we love doing this so much. We're having so much fun. Um, uh, if you like this, please follow uh, the Twitch. Uh, we have we have Diamond Dragons on Wednesdays, Spire on Thursdays, uh, Fridays have been Fates of Rin or, or Galway's Tear, which, again, is amazing. Please check that out on Helpful Goat Gaming Presents. Uh, and on Tuesdays lately, we kind of got a few at least lined up. Um, uh, 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 Goat's Eye View, which is yeah. Galway mostly talking about games and gaming. Uh, the last one was with Lena, which is awesome. You should check that out as well. So yeah, so thanks everyone for listening. We immensely appreciate it. And from all of us at Goats and Dragons, we wish you an excellent evening. Hang in there. We love you. Good night.
3: Pray for charity.
1: The right one. (laughs) Pray for charity. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye.
0: (laughs) This has been Goats and Dragons presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. And how about that cliffhanger, huh? Phew. Hi everyone, Adam here. Just popping in here at the end of Season 2, Episode 43, to let you know that you just listened to the mid-season finale of Season 2 of The Fates of Rin. Now, all that really means is that we're going to be taking a short break from playing the Fates of Rin campaign, as well as from releasing The Fates of Rin in podcast form. We will continue releasing our Dom and Dragons campaign, The Myriad, here in the Goats and Dragons podcast feed, And you can always catch our other streams on Twitch at Helpful Goat, as well as our ongoing tier campaign in our other podcast feed, Helpful Goat Presents. But for now, Fates of Rin will be on hiatus. Rest assured, we are excited to return to it when we are ready, and we will keep you posted about when that is. If you want to hear those types of announcements from us, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Helpful Goat, and we hope that you do. Or you can chat with us and other Helpful Goat fans in our public Discord server using the link in this episode's description. And we hope that you do that too. We are a growing community of friends who enjoy storytelling, role-playing, and games in general. And we would love for you to join us as we cultivate a positive, fun, and helpful online space together. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Babbage Camp out.